Hey everybody, welcome to Forefathers Fitness and um, you're listening to the initial podcast for Forefathers Fitness. What this is really going to share with our community is um, fitness, finance, faith, and family. And um, Forefathers Fitness is not just about the physical side of fitness, but it's also about financial fitness, fitness of faith, and fitness in your family. Um, Last night when driving home from an event for my son, uh, you know, I was talking to my wife and I said, you know, hey, we've got a wedding coming up. Not us as in we're getting married, but we're attending a wedding in uh, California here in a little bit. And <laughs> I bought these um, these suits that I had custom made when we went to Vietnam back in 2015. And since then, you know, uh, life has come at me and I've uh, you know put on a couple of pounds, even though I'm, you know, trying to manage and go to the gym. So long story boring, I had told my wife, well, I'll just, you know, try to get in shape uh, prior to the wedding, no problem. And I uh, weighed myself yesterday morning and come to find out I really haven't, I haven't really moved the needle at all when it came to my weight. And so what I'm finding is that, you know, the stuff that you could do to get in shape and stay in shape at 40, um, I'll be uh, 42 in September, I'm 41 right now, as of this recording, uh, the stuff that you could do in your 20s and 30s really don't apply to someone who's in their 40s and uh you know specifically for men so what i says you know what let me document this journey let's talk about it because there have to be there has to be other men out there in the same situation so really what this podcast is geared towards as a community are fathers who are over 40 so you're married and you have kids and you're a working professional so it's a very specific audience that we're talking to, okay? Because there's a lot of things that happen when you're over 40, when you're married, when you have kids, that just um, folks who you know, are either single or not married or don't have kids, excuse me, or you know, not working, um, just don't have to contend with. And so it's all of those things combined that make this road a different challenge. And of course, there's some folks out there with uh, more challenges and a lot of folks out there with less challenges. But when I'm, who I'm talking to here are those, those fathers over 40 who are trying to walk the line, stay in shape, um, you know, while balancing the other responsibilities that come at you. So that's kind of the, the, the context of why I decided to document this and start a podcast. Now, back in 2003, when I had moved to Hawaii with my wife, and it was just her and I at the time, um, had been out of college for about three years, started to work at a job in sales, and you know started to become a little bit comfortable. Not having that structured environment with um, you know athletics or going to the gym or having a workout buddy, uh, having moved to a new city, I found myself needing to find a new tribe uh, physically and you know um, have a new goal. And while I was out making sales calls, I saw a poster for a bodybuilding contest in a health shop. And um, as on a whim, I went ahead and entered that contest. It's called the Paradise Cup. And it was about five weeks out from that show, right? So many of you who do compete in shows or who know anything about fitness shows know that, you know, starting to uh, compete or train for a show five weeks out, even under ideal circumstances, is not something that you want to do. It normally takes anywhere between three to six months, depending upon the level of shape you're in and the contest that you're in um, and the division that you're going to be competing in. But at the time, being naive, I guess I had um, ignorance is bliss on my side. 
So I called my wife. I said, hey, I'm going to enter a bodybuilding contest. And she says, what? She's like, you don't know anything about bodybuilding. I said, I know. But I'm going to find out the person in Hawaii who does know about bodybuilding. So when I went back to the gym, I started asking around. I said, hey, I want to enter a bodybuilding contest. Who do I need to talk to? And the same name kept popping up. So Ray Ronculio, you got to talk to Ray. Go talk to Ray Ronculio. You got to talk to Ray. And uh, that began my relationship with, um, you know, Ray Ronculio, who to this day is by far what I consider one of the best coaches, trainers, um, competitors, slash just general people in the fitness world, actually even outside of the fitness world, but specific to fitness. Um, he is, you know, all things knowledgeable, um, He's competed himself, and he has really good advice that's balanced with, um, you know, your life, not too extreme, but at the same time, he gets results. So going back to 03, I went ahead and found him. He was down at the 24-Hour Fitness in Honolulu at the time, and I walked in. I met him and said, hey, thanks for meeting with me today. My name's Aleem, and I'd like to compete in a bodybuilding show. He said, okay, that's great. You know, I encourage people of competing. He goes, well, which one are you thinking about? I said, well, I'm thinking about the Paradise Cup. He's like, well, which which one, next year? I said, no, 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 the one that's coming up here in November. And mind you, this was still five weeks out. He goes, no, no, that's not possible. You can't compete in a show five weeks out and you've never competed before. I said, no, no, no. I said, you don't understand. I got to do this now. Plus, I've already sent in my application and paid my money. So whether or not I get help, I still have to show up and compete. He goes, okay, um, let me see what I'm working with. So he I take my shirt off. He takes a look. He goes, man, you got a lot of work to do, which I did at the time. So we worked together. He gave me a plan for five weeks, said, you've got to follow this to the T, right? He says, other people have been training for a year for this show. And uh, I, you know, he he told me what I needed to do. He explained that there's more to it than just uh, working out at the gym. The most important part is going to be your diet. In addition to that, he says, you're going to have to go and learn how to pose. I said, well, what's posing? He says, well, it's, you gotta flex your muscles so the judges can see what they're, you know, what they're working with. I said, oh, okay, well, where do I learn that? He says, well, I can show you that as well, but you know, that by itself is a completely different skill set. He says, you gotta go get a, uh, uh, a uh, some posing shorts. I said, what are posing shorts? He said, well, there's these little, you know, Speedos basically that you have to have made. I said, Why can't I just wear something off the rack? He says, Well, it's not going to fit you correctly. So you got to call this lady, you got to go have some made. You're going to need to tan, and you're also going to need to find some music to do your routine to. And I said, What routine? I thought I was doing a bodybuilding show. He says, Well, in the morning, you're going to do the um, mandatory poses, right? And that's what the, 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 the judges actually judge the show on. But in the evening, you come back and that part of the show is for friends and family and if there's anyone who's you know relatively close in points with another competitor they're going to use that as an opportunity to differentiate you guys so you need some music and you need some you know come out with a little routine and you know make it look good so in five weeks those are the types of things I had to do now let me go back why why would I enter a bodybuilding show never having competed in bodybuilding, never knowing what bodybuilding is, and frankly, having really no desire to go on front of, go on, go on stage in front of a bunch of strangers in what I would consider 
you know, a pair of Speedos. And um, that really was even a question I had. I was like, why are you motivated to do this? And what I found out for myself, at least, is that when I had a goal, unless I had a line in the sand, meaning that this is a drop dead deadline. And at the time, I didn't have a framework for it. But if any of you guys out there listen to Russell Brunson, shout out to RB. He talks a lot about plateau or plomo, basically silver or lead. You know, you either have to draw a line in the sand and say, these are the, this is the date that I'm going to be doing my goal or it's never going to happen. And at the time I, I, you know, I really wasn't, you know, thinking in those terms, but I guess somewhere inside of me, it told me like, Hey, if you want to get the results that you need, what better way than to pay money, put in an application, have an actual date in the future. And then the part that I think really drove it home for me in that split second was what more uh, transparent way than to enter a show where thousands of people will basically be judging you come that day. And so there is no excuse I would possibly be able to make, right? Because there's so many other areas in life that people either fudge the numbers or it's they just outright lie. But the part I liked about competing was that it was probably in its purest form. Um, now, I'm not talking about using, you know, enhancement drugs and things like that, which I personally never did, but I know quite a few people who did. So that's, that's a topic for another discussion. What I'm talking about is come that day, you are going to have to stand in front of these folks and be judged. And there's no excuse you can make as to why you either look a certain way or don't look a certain way, because either you put in the work and you got your goals or you didn't. And at the end of the day, it really was a competition against myself because the reality is fitness competitions are subjective, right? You're in front of a panel of people who have, you know, certain criteria they're looking for, but in reality, it's subjective. It's beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your family and you're doing it primarily for the accountability. And I've actually seen shows since then that... I know that I've really given my all to, I put, I've left it all on the table and I'm super happy with the result. And I've had other shows where I might've done well in the rankings, but I know that I could have done more, right? Either my diet wasn't as tight as it could have been, or I wasn't, um, you know, putting in the hours that I needed in the gym. And at that, at that point, I'm like, well, Hey, I did okay, but that was just random, right? Cause you always want to compete against yourself and be the best you can be for that time. So fast forward to last night. Now you have the background story. Driving home with my wife explaining, hey, you know, I'm not getting the results that I want, blah, blah, blah. And I'm listening to myself going, man, you really sound just sad. You know, you're giving every excuse that you personally would not have allowed yourself to be held accountable for. Or when someone else would tell you those same excuses, you would basically say, look, either, you know, shut up or put up, either shut up or put up. So on the way home, I told my wife, I said, look, I am going to enter a bodybuilding show. She's like, what? I said, yeah, I'm over 35 now. I can enter the masters. And mind you, I have not competed in six years. I think the last time I competed was 2013. So I went home, I looked online, 
and um, the date was August 31st. And what's interesting is I went to the website, Paradise Cup, and um, looked at the application, figured out the divisions because, you know, things are always changing. And uh, there's a new division. It's called Classic Physique. So that kind of bridges the gap between traditional men's bodybuilding where you've got these guys who are just gorillas. And then you have the men's physique, which is kind of morphed into a beach body contest where you got these fit guys, but they're from the waist up. They have these tapered waists, really defined and conditioned, you know, upper body. And then from the waist down, they look like toothpicks, you know, because they're wearing board shorts. And I was like, oh, well, even though I've competed in that class, that's not really my, my physique. So classic physique is a bridge between men's physique with you got toothpick legs and, and you know, um, the fine upper body and men's bodybuilding, which are a bunch of just animals, just gorillas, right? And if you could imagine back to the classic pumping iron days with Frank Zane, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, Franco Colombo, which by the way, rest in peace, Franco, and um, some of those other guys who just had nice symmetry, good lines. They weren't so massive, but they were definitely bigger than the average bear walking around. That's what classic physique is. And um, you wear these shorts that are a hybrid between a classic, some classic posing trunks and a board short. And uh, the way I was trying to describe it to my wife is that it looks like the type of underwear where if you woke up and heard the garbage truck, you wouldn't be completely embarrassed to run outside and get the can and push it out on the curb and if your neighbors saw, but it's small enough where if you were at your kid's school, you wouldn't want to um, you know, go there. Um, not to digress, I'm driving to the gym right now on a road up in the country and um, there is a baby cow walking along the street. It just got out. So the cow is walking along the street. Uh, a calf. Okay. All right. Well, that's a first. Anyway, so the shorts that you're wearing are, you know, they're pretty modest, but at the same time, they cover up, uh, you know, they don't, they don't cover up a whole lot. They don't leave a lot to the imagination. So there you have it. That's the background story. Now that I've put it out there, I am held accountable by the elements in the universe. And I am at day...